not seen the movie yet. Like, what are you going to do? They keep on coming. I should have named it Bloodbath. I should have named it Bloodbath. Yeah, now I really, uh, greetings in the name of the Most High. I should have named this Bloodbath because that's that's what you're heading towards. So I, you know, I, I get to do the warning because I'm the one that's accurate. So, uh, so uh, turn that down in there, please. So you're uh, kind of on your way to that, and uh, we're on our way to that. We, I should say, we. The, the I mean, you, meaning the collective us. Um. Because 98% of the people are mind-controlled. And even patriots, to, to a certain extent, uh, you know, patriots that resist the communist takeover, whatever. Commie takeover. We, you know, Trish and I did that song. Remember? Military Crawl. It was about military takeover in our backyard. Everything I do is a few years ahead of time. So, you know, I don't know why that is. God just get you know because I never really self reflect on it you know what I mean I'm not really a you know one of those kind of people that you know I mean I sort of take it for granted I guess but I have a very uh... hey Trish would you mind turning those these lights down a little bit uh, thank you <laughs> she is by the producer after all and. <laughs> Well, you know, I got. I heard from Frankie this morning. We really need to get Frankie in here, and uh, and you know, he reminded me the link is. Uh, they changed the link, Frankie. Um, uh, speaker. I don't know how long ago, but they have the word "show" in there now. So it used to be like you go to speaker dot com forward slash Zeph Daniel. Now they move the goalpost a little bit. It's 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 speaker dot com forward slash show forward slash Zeph Daniel. I think that will take you. I mean, that's the link that should be. So I, that means I got to call um, uh, GoDaddy or whatever, whoever has the links. And then Frankie wanted another link to WWCR, which we could definitely do that. But I want to make sure what I'm asking for over there. So, uh, you know, see, the, 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 the big sigh, the big cry right now, is that um, we're headed to a bloodbath and or a mass incarceration situation by people that are claiming to be upright and so forth. And um, they're not upright. The, the, the globalist situation is a criminal organization. It's, a, it's an international criminal cartel. And all the countries participate in it, and many, many Americans uh, participate in it. Uh, that's what you call um, selling out to the... That's the system. And I used to... You know, it's funny. I would tell people this, you know, who's in on it. Like, to people that would come to me about gang stalking, they'd wonder, you know, what, what, are, you know, what can they do, you know, what, what, you know, when this thing turns on them. And what's turned on you is the whole system... So you're not being stalked by like, uh, you know, the police department because you're tied in with, you know, you're what I mean, there's a lot of people that are um, like snitches to the police department. 
that they'll target somebody that's like dealing drugs or, you know what I mean, or an associate. That's, you know, very, very small, minute, you know, part of, of what's really happening. What's really happening is um, it, when the system is turned on you, it's, it's okay, you say, well, the satellites, okay, well, it's the 5G, okay, well, it's the, it's the jab. The system includes all of those things. So you will get somebody in, um, you know, Maui saying one thing and another guy in Paris saying another, you know, but tied in with the guy in Maui, you know, that'll, that'll, that you'll get somebody uh, shooting pictures of you. You know, you wonder where they went and then they'll run away. You'll find people in your apartment, your car, your hotel room. They'll run away. They'll disappear. But you have this feeling of, of surveillance. Um, they'll scare you by gaslighting you with, with, like I said, some guy in Maui or Los Angeles will say something and some guy in New York will finish the sentence. Understand what I'm saying? Because none of you have ever figured out what gang stalking is. All I've ever heard, it's like the, it's like the Q thing, you know, it's like, it's just a hole you go into and nobody knows what's, nobody knows what to really say about it. And as long as I've been listening and hearing people's tapes and hearing people's testimonies, I have never heard any any answer thus far, except for you know some of my answers, which have uh, gotten complaints because uh, they tend to uh, you, you know move toward the supernatural or supernatural moving of people, and uh, you know they also call for you know other world otherworldly technologies and meta technologies and and uh, quantum technologies that are a part of this and if you don't factor that in you'll never actually get to an answer they they, they have like remote neuro, neural remote viewing or neural remote programming or whatever it is remote neural programming and things like that um you know military operation to uh get into somebody's head into their thoughts into their you know, and, and one guy was out there for a long time talking about how they get these devices and put them on and then they get inside your inside of you and then they can see out your eyes and they, they basically are you. And you're not no longer operating as yourself or you're aware that you're being used uh, to see through. Yes, that, that's been an old technology that actually goes back thousands of years. I, I wonder if we could ever get to an answer without... see. All the experts out there have uh, what they've done because they're all programmed, right? Most everyone is. So in their programming, they have actually covered it up. In trying to expose it and expose what it is, they've actually covered it up because a, a big part of it is 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 quantum mechanics and and uh, and parallel, you know, parallel world theory. I guess you could put it, you know. Without that being factored in, you can't have anything. If you just want a 3D mechanical idea that you can understand that does not involve higher technology, like one guy was talking to me about game theory, which sent me on a whole study of game theory, which I'm glad because then I, 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 I use that actually in my screenplay in Girl Next. I used an aspect of game theory there, the idea of uh, mass control. Mass control, control by having, you know, electing players and the, you know, the players you know, that they have, like, it's, it's a predictive programming kind of um, uh, brainiac technology that where they're trying to predict outcomes 
But really what it's all about, game theory and all of it, what it's all about is mass control. Just like you have this thing with the, uh, you know, so now they're, they're just jumping the shark and they're going all the way to magnetic control, right? Quantum magnetic control. And, um, or if you like, a simpler way of putting it would be controlled by AI, which is also thousands of years old of a technology. Um, and maybe, maybe more than that, maybe millions. I guess it's millions of years old or, you know, it's, it's indefinitely old, you know, would be even a better way of looking at it. And because we see such only such a sliver of reality here, we can never, ever understand what's happening to us. And, um, you know, but we've had, you know, people in the past going for mass control. We've had, you know, the uh, MK Ultra goes wide with Louis Julian West's uh, experiments with LSD and implanting chips in prisoners and also in secret bases, secret labs, doing experiments to mainly control the population. That was his psychiatry went from micro, i.e. Manchurian candidate, to macro, i.e. controlling whole populations of, you know, under the auspices or guise of stopping the next L.A. riots. Okay, and he wanted to use implantation of microchips to keep the, uh, you know, the, 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 the it was a, he's a horrible racist, this guy. You know, big-time racist. So he wanted to keep the blacks down, and, and also he was worried about the Mexicans and the Mexican immigrants and the Hispanics and uh, the gangs. He was trying to stop that by using implantable chips and then experimenting on prisoners. He would experiment on people out, for, for example, out of, at the in Lancaster. Lancaster, he did experiment. I think, am I, did... Uh, Did Specter, uh, the record producer, he died, right? Or maybe he he didn't die. He did die. Well, if I'm not mistaken, he was in the La- he was at the same Lancaster prison as that Lewis Julian West uh, experiments uh, were going on, but he'd experiment mainly on black guys. So it's a completely, you know, very much a Nazi organization, you know, the same thing you have with Biden, the same thing you have with, uh, you know, Biden works for Bill Gates, for example. You know, Bill Gates is a Nazi. Klaus Schwab is a Nazi. What they're talking about is the final solution and the development of the Superman, the super being, the next evolutionary step of human. This is all Nazi speak. But I, you know, but you go on the Internet and everybody has screwed it up. There is no answer. Oh, you'll hear what I said, but it'll be buried by a million other voices. So you're never going to know anything about anything. It's, it is Tower of Babel on steroids. It's a waste of time to go on the internet, unless you're just going to do singular research on your topic. Then you have to get a browser that doesn't just go with propaganda first. Now it's hard to do. I've used Brave... Proton mail, things like that, trying to, you know, be able to, to I can't, yeah, it used to be a great research tool on the internet, now it's obscured by propaganda. I saw that one of the metal bands I was listening to recently had a little sticker, uh, defund the media, and I go, bro, you one of us? And it's like, of course. It's like the, the, the metal guys know what's going on, you know? They may look really badass and this and that, but they're not, they're not, they don't want to be conformed to the system, and they know 
that once they start going along with the new world order system, they you know they might as well turn in their metal stripes for uh, you know for ballet shoes or something. You know, I'm not trying to be you know mean here. It's just uh, you know it's it's just really clear to me that you have a choice. You know, now within me, you know, I'd been incarcerated, so I know what that's like. And I'd been, you know, experimented on by people in, you know, the military industrial complex. So I know what that's like. I'd been put under mind control and, and split uh, personality wise by, by military psychiatrists. So I know what that's like. It's funny. I never talk about any of this stuff and my story will be lost. My story will be lost. As uh, someone pointed out to me, your story will be lost unless I hook up with some programmer and let them write the story because they have standing in the system, which means what about them? And that's something. Meanwhile, but you know, as we continue on, you know, we're going to continue to get more knowledge. You know that, you know, this is just the tip of the iceberg. You know, when you finally see the whole picture, you're going to really, you're going to kick yourself because you're going to say, you know, I thought that in the beginning and then I thought, no, that's too fantastical. And then, and then yet there it is. So I guess the way to think about this, one way I can help is just to say, look, if you look at it as micro macro, I mean, I know it's going back to a real, you know, kind of a basic idea, but the idea is to try to control the macro through the micro and the micro through the macro. So that it really gets down to the one, you know, patient one, you know, player one. Okay? And um, mass control and control of minds is very, very important, hence the magnetizing of human. So now they're magnetizing humans. And if you don't, Want the jab? Don't worry. They put they're magnetizing the meats now. So when you eat meat, you're going to be magnetized. Why are they putting magnetic uh, magnetics in your body through through your diet? You're not going to escape if you think you're not taking the jab. You're not going to be magnetized. You're sadly mistaken. You are going to be magnetized. Now, what you need to start thinking about is what am I going to do about it? Maybe go more plant based, but don't don't have foods that are canned or boxed. It's going to get harder and harder. Have a have a a winter garden, harder and harder and harder to not fall. These people are serious, but you have to understand they come from the ancient times, from the the old German. Um, oh, what could I say? You know the the you know Bavaria. You know the old. They come from what the Teutonics, the Teutonic uh, uh, civilization from, you know, from, you know, uh, uh, so far, so far, so long ago. And the Nazis, as you know, were all wrapped up with the, the aliens and advanced technology and, uh, uh, you know, advanced uh, Magneto, uh, you know, underground bases, Magneto lever train, uh, trains, anti-gravity vehicles. Uh, portals to the moon, to, you know, Mars or wherever else, you know, you know, uh, space-time continuum portals, parallel universes. They're involved in all of this stuff that we, we think about. Because it's not all necessarily just satanic. 
that's one thing that the the Christians always do is they always say, well, it's well, it's all satanic, and so I don't, you know, it's just under one label, and so that stops the research right there. Oh, it's all satanic. So, oh, those, you know, the the bug eyed creatures, they're all just, they're all, you know, one label. They're all demons. No matter what shape they have, they're demons. They're they're all hybrids. They're not of God, so it doesn't matter. You know, I just label it and go on from there. I think that's a big mistake. The reason I think that's a big mistake is just like if you do research into a topic, you look through the topic. You don't just go make a blanket statement and go, oh, well, it's all this or it's all that. It's all evil. Well, we're evil. Our society is evil. So does that preclude, so should I just write it off and say, it's all evil, I'll just keep my eyes on, you know, uh, you know, Hail Mary or whatever, you know? No, it, it, what it means is there, there, there are avenues to dig in and learn if you, if that's what, you know, you're uh, inclined to do. Don't let, you know, dogma stop you or people say, oh, that's demonic, I don't want to look at it. Well, it's, it's, uh, it's all demonic then. Every institution on earth is demonic. Everything there is is demonic. So maybe just don't look into anything. And that's the argument these people make. And it's and it's unfortunate. And then in their ignorance, they get into these clubs of, 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 of absolute, uh, what you might call, um, you know, they'll get the reputation of being judgmental and, you know, and ignorant because they don't look at it and say, well, I don't really know about that. I just know it's demonic. Well, what do you think about these underground bases in Antarctica, you know, spaceships and ancient aliens and present aliens? Or what are, are there such things as aliens? Are they all hybrids? Or who made them? Oh, that's all demonic. demonic. I don't need to look at that. Well, what do you think of government then? How about clones in government? Well, that's all demonic. I don't need to look at that. Well, what do you need to do? I don't need to do anything. Just die. Great. Breathe, eat, have babies, right? And then die. Okay? And that's your prerogative. Everyone has free will. The beautiful gift of free will, you get to do what you want. But don't expect the other guy. Just because, you know, and, and if someone else, you know, who follows Jesus, who follows the Lord, who who leads his life by asking the Lord questions like, what does this mean? What does that mean? If he's being led on a journey there and he says, well, I believe in Jesus too. You know, I believe in, in, in you know, in this whole, this whole thing, but it's, it's, you have to explain it. But uh, then the other guy says, no, it's all demonic. You're going the wrong direction. You need deliverance. Oh, you saw that movie? You need to be delivered now. Oh, you wore those clothes? You need to be delivered now. Oh, you had a tattoo? You got to be delivered now. That's complete mind control. That is 100% straight. People used to say, like, people that you know and respect, and I'm not even going to go into names, but I mean, because it's so embarrassing for them, would say, you listen to Zeph's music, you need to be, you need deliverance now. <laughs> Remember that? How could Trish forget? Thank God Trish has been a witness to all this stuff because, I mean, you would never believe me explaining it all because I had such a peculiar, weird, you know, uh, such a strange trip it's been, as the Grateful Dead would say, just a, a very, very strange 
trip. But what I also noticed, besides the Christian being MK Ultra dogmatic and completely programmed and useless, is you know, and I don't say the Christian meaning you know, I mean because I'm technically a Christian. So what I mean is the system, the system, the religious system, Christian, just like the religious system you know, of any religion is there to divide people, right? To make people hate each other. I had this discussion with this guy, you know, this uh, he's been dead a long time now, Hunt. Uh, he did this whole thing about the siddhas. Now, I had been in Siddha Yoga, and I had sat with uh, Muktananda and, and with uh, the, the next, uh, the, the brother and sister, uh, you know, Guru Mai, and, and, their, and, and been there because it was kind of a shelter for a while. For a while. <laughs> and the, all the way up to the point of like, you know, this, this be, be giving, you know, pledging your life to slavery of the guru. That's was the kind of line I just, you know, couldn't quite cross. But uh, and, and boy, was there backlash on that one. When you don't become their slave, they get very, very angry. They go, don't you realize we're allowing you to live? No, I don't realize that. Can you explain? Well, you need to, you know, there's a whole system out here. You need permission to be even be a person. You need permission to be a person. You need permission to even exist. And only, you know, Satan can give permission through his groups of people that have been on the earth for thousands of years. If you don't get permission, then you're just going to be a derelict and your opinion won't count. Your story will be lost. You'll just go into the vapor, into the ether. You know, a big nothing. Oh. Well, if that's the way it is, then most people are not credible. That, well, of course not. You think listening to people on YouTube makes them credible? Or Rumble or wherever it is now? Even they have to get permission. Well, then, how do you ever find out anything? You ask God to lead you. And in that, in that leading, you know, you surrender your ego and stop trying to do everything and control every outcome yourself. This is the big problem I run into, especially with men, right? So women get too submissive, but I mean, men are also very want to be hands-on and, and, and have it figured out. And they'll let God lead as long as they control it. You know, that that's not going to work either. Oh, I've been there myself. I'm talking about my own sin here, so don't don't think I'm picking on you. No, I have to really have to learn that. I just have to really learn to trust God. You know what I mean? When you pray to God, you know, you, you don't just pray and then that's it and grab on again. You pray and let go. Or you're not doing it right, because then it means you don't trust. And if you want knowledge, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to find out what this is all about, folks, you ask God, don't go to man. Man will only lead you into a quagmire. You go to the Lord, and you ask him, please lead me. Just like Solomon, he wanted wisdom, didn't he? Okay? And he will, you may not like what you find, but he'll lead you on the journey. And it's it'll be between you and him, you and the almighty creator, you and the axis of all things, you and the source.
the source, which ultimately becomes you in the end. But I mean, that's a whole thing of, you know, we could cross that bridge when you get to it, you know, like beyond the New Jerusalem. So, and that would go for physics, sciences, uh, astrophysics, you know, anything like that that you want to know, God can lead you. All the greatest people that had breakthroughs, they they prayed to God. They weren't, you know, they don't have to be embarrassed to pray to God. They prayed to God because they didn't know. So they wanted to find out. So how else could they do it? Man doesn't know. Well, don't ask man. Man's stupid. He doesn't know. You're going to have to be led by God. It's going to be a lonely journey, but you're going to find out. I just want to know. I point up there. I go, that's home. I know it's home up there. Well, what's up there? I, I want the Lord to show me that. And I, so far, I've gotten no, you know, like a big no. I mean, I'm not, not going to even get into that until probably after death. Then they go, well, how do you know you're going to be a, a sentient being? I don't know that. I don't know what, you know, what, what composes our, you know, comprises our consciousness in death. I know it leaves. It's like the Bible says in the book of Ecclesiastes, it's a, a, like a, a vapor. It returns to God. We're, we're but a vapor. Have you heard this? And I know that's completely unacceptable to people. They want to be, they want their reward to be eternal life in these bodies as, as a kind of bipedal creature. And I'm like, I, I, I just can't even imagine, of, you know, being that limited. You know, I, I think of, you know, being part of lots of things. I mean, uh, shapes, forms, thoughts, ether, whatever. Of course, the ether is energized, right? So what, what do we know about that? Um, you know, the, how do we cross over to other dimensions? What is a portal? What is a stargate? Is there a stargate? What is time travel? Is there time travel? I believe there is. I don't think it's just science fiction. And um, so that makes the, the universe very interesting, doesn't it? It makes the idea of knowledge very interesting. But then when you look at the sort of arcane knowledge of the world, you see that they don't know very much about anything. They're arguing about, you know, this sort of racist, critical race theory, like if you're against it, you're a racist now, and if you're for it, you're, 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 you're down with the struggle. I mean, I, I'm, you know, so far removed from Earth, and I'm removed from society, thank God. I'm removed from systems, thank God. I'm removed from all of their yelling and screaming, thank God. Because it's all so embarrassing and absurd. And it gets people nowhere. You know, rather than finding out about who you are, why you're here, what this is, it's just bickering over, you know, um, you know, endless bickering, endless division between people. I mean, do you really care if someone's black or white or brown or whatever all the friends i have around here they're all brown and then this guy's got a brother he's brown but his brother's white they go how'd that happen you know that's weird but you know but you, you, you get along i don't understand why there should be a division 
if I'm in the sun a lot, I get brown, then I get white again. And, you know, if I'm not in the sun, I mean, what does it matter? It's because people want to have this perceived grudge that cannot be uh, addressed unless there's a radical punishment for the perceived, you know, villain who oppressed, uh, you know, the, the, the people who feel oppressed, the, the victim. And as long as they're going to be seeing themselves as, you know, the oppressed that needs payback, there will never be uh, a sanguine society, will there? It will always be shit like this is now. This is pure shit. I don't know if you know that, but you live in shit now. And it's only going to get worse the more that people don't do anything about it. And so far, nobody seems to, you know, everyone just sits there letting them take over, letting the Nazis, letting clouds, letting the jabbers jab away and magnetize the humans and make them into uh, hybrids. And nobody seems to give a damn. You know, I mean, you know, this is kind of incredible. You'd think people would fight for their right to at least be human. And they don't even want to do that. They just want to sit there and, you know what happens when people go along, right? They get dull. You you get dull. You're not quite, right? You get blunted. You're not sharp like you used to be. You're not really discerning. You're, the last thing you want is an intellectual discussion about anything because it makes you feel guilty, right? Because you gave in. So now you're stuck with platitudes, with with rote thinking, with 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 mindless exercises for the rest of your days upon the earth. How sorry that must be! How sorry I feel for you. I really do. I'm sorry that your life will now be an endless repetition of nothing, and then you will die, and your life really will have been nothing. You really will have made no contribution to anything but yourself. And yourself became a vapid loser in a sea of potential. You know, in an almost impossible situation to fail. All you had to do was stay the course of being human. That's all you had to do. And you couldn't even do that. So, you know, so... Nature favors the strong. And so you you and your line will be wiped out. You know, not that it matters, even though. I don't think it matters to have a line. I don't think it matters to have a, a, a bipedal body that wears out with age or entropy. I don't think it matters, okay, to leave a legacy to make a mark. I think that is all silly. Silliness, just like the whole, you know, all the racism and all the other, you know, social programs they're throwing at us. You know, they're just going to do this division thing until they can finally crank up the AI and get really right up your ass, you know, with control, like you're on a stick, like a puppet, like a marionette. And and that's basically where they're at. I mean, that's, that's you know, that that's where uh, it's headed, and right now, do you think, I mean, let me put the question to you. 
Do you think the people are being complacent now, not doing anything, just sitting there and letting this all happen to them? Uh, because they are... Why do you think that is, that they're doing that? Never see anything like it, actually. I'm watching the people here conquer themselves. Is it because the mind control is so strong that they've already won in that department, so that's the end of the country, the end of the people? Because, you see, the people of the future on the Earth are going to be the experimented on, right? It's going to be eugenics, depopulation, experimentation. And we're not talking about America. We're talking about the whole world, right? The whole world is giving in. And why do you think that is? Should there be a, uh, you know, a, a capsule going to another planet or something or a burrowing underground of people that wish to remain intact and that there could be some preserve of human? Shouldn't there be that before humanity is just, not just your country, humanity. If you become dull because you comply, how do you think you'd ever be able to muster a defense against anything? Whatever happens, you'll go along with after that because you're dull. You don't have the facility anymore to to think through it or, or the desire or the passion to fight back. They've, they've dulled that sense in you. And once that's dull, you don't really care much about anything except, uh, I guess, your food, you know, your pillow, your creature comforts. As long as you have those, you can dull out. This is this is this is not the nature of human. Human nature is to fight back. That's the human nature. And I don't understand why that's not happening. And I don't mean a few, you know, boat parades that have Trump flags or something. That's that's not it at all. There's the greatest eugenicist of all time, Trump. Greatest enemy of the people that ever lived. <laughs> I mean, in the end, you know what I mean? He's promoting the, 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 the ultimate, you know, extinction tool. You, I mean, you can't argue with the facts. That, that's the facts, Jack. You know, I'm sorry. But, I mean, once you know that, don't you then make, a, you know, make an adjustment? Okay, I may, I'm not going to participate in this medical tyranny anymore. You know what I mean? That would be a great thing to do, to fight back. Did you know the war is ramped up to another level because of our complacency? And I'll throw myself in there. What am I doing? Well, I'm, I'm too, I can't do a lot at my age, but I mean, I'm trying to do something. Well, let me just explain where we are in the war right now, because I want to—I've got to cover some more mileage on this uh, gang stalking and MK Ultra com- combo, you know, because people have not really put that those two together completely, right? The the. the no one thinks the gang stalked are mind controlled. You know what I mean? There's never, who's ever put that together? Nobody. Have they? Maybe I'm wrong. They are predicted victims in our society. They're, 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 they're predictable. They're also the same people that get experimented on. Yeah. But um, I 
I don't want to really lament it that much because I mean, I I, I keep thinking at some point that, you know, the enemy is very fierce. And I was going to say that Biden has launched a, uh, you know, a, uh, a, a double measure against you. You know, he has put the next step of, uh, of the war has just commenced yesterday. And that is the decision to have people going house to house, door to door. Uh, to enforce the jab. Oh, I know, he says, to see if you might want one. No, it's not to see if you might want one. You're talking door-to-door Nazi shit. Now, I would think at this point you've had enough. Gestapo stuff, door-to-door, with the jab, no less. They might as well wear the uniform and the double eagle and the whole bit. I mean, they might as well, right? I know nothing. They might as well all be German, right? Door to door. How can anyone let that happen in, in Congress? There's no opposition in Congress, so you don't have any help there. They're they're voting. I, I don't even know if they have to vote on it. Do they have to vote on this, Trish? No, they don't. It's a courtesy of the federal government. We're here to help you. We want to make sure that if you don't have the opportunity to get the jab, that here's your opportunity. We Here we are in front of your house. How long do you think it'll be before it goes from voluntary house door to door to they come to the house to grab your ass, sit you down, and force that jab? This is a private jab. It comes from private people that are nuts that don't even have doctor degrees. They're not even doctors. They're not even medical doctors. It's people like Bill Gates. He just thinks it's a good idea. He wants to blot out the sun too. How does he get all the governments to go door to door? Where the hell is this all coming from? This is worldwide. This is, you know, and these guys actually do have a eugenics program against black people. Where are you black people now? As your, you know, numbers have been kept down in America on purpose by, you know, eugenics, Planned Parenthood. That was the whole purpose of it. It was all a Nazi plot. Don't you understand? All of it. Why doesn't anyone listen? I've begged you for 20 years to, to hear. I, you know, you want me to be on my knees begging? I'll do it. If it would do any good. I, I, I just, all I beg you to do is prove me wrong. Prove me wrong, Please. You know, don't let me be the most accurate because that would depress me to no end. But uh, in the end, when people become dull and complacent, they don't care what you say. You know, they're too dull to take it in. It's like a blunting. The jab blunts humanity, right? It blunts them. There's some, some kind of dullness that goes on after you take that jab. Have you noticed? Well, I, I don't want to notice it. I'm not looking for it. 
I, I hope it's not true. I'm not saying it's definitively completely true. But have let's compare some notes here, you guys. Have you noticed anything like that, Trish? Or do you suspect it? Or do you, do, do, do you even wonder about it? Do you think that the jab, it's not just the jab, it'll be the meat too. It'll be everything. Well, it could be a dulling, a dulling. You're in the hands, you know, of the, of, of the, the, the fifth Reich or something, the fourth Reich. You're in the hands of the Germans. That's where it comes from. You're in the hands of the final solution of Adolf Hitler. Did you know that a lot of these guys uh, that are in the club, they have Nazi uniforms they wear, you know, just parties and things? Do you even know what the club is? I'm talking about the CIA, NSA, all that. that the club. And, and we're not in it. That's right. But that's, they all know the answer. Why don't we? So that's the thing. <laughs> you know, see, people are in love with their own programming. And their programming says, you know, you know, you know, you know, that you're in the know. And then the know is uh, faulty. Because it's programmed for you to be in the know, but miss the big picture, to miss the real point. The final solution... Um, and of course, you know, that's, it's, you know, ultimately is the hybridization of human, the, but because the hijacking of free will consciousness combined with the digitization of the uh, multiverse and the quantum verse, which they can't quite do because see, there's an infinite number of possibilities. And so far, computers can't compute really infinite. I mean, they can kind of project, but, to be infinite, they would have had to have been infinite themselves, you know what I mean, infinitely existing. So you got a problem with the infinite, right? You know, they've been wondering about that infinite issue for a long time. Here it's finite, you know, there's, but it's a faux finite. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a contrived finite uh, situation we're in. It's, it's an illusionary Finite. There's nothing finite about anything. So, you know, it's 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 a, to be captured in time, space, light, and dark, collision of opposites. You know, magnetic attraction of opposites and collision of opposites. This whole thing has all worked out very well as a finite system, coming from an infinite, um, you know, an infinite situation where there is no beginning and no end, which of course is hard to get the mind around. But the real secrets of the things that people will wonder about, time, you know, time manipulation, for example, easy to do. I mean, there should be no problem traveling around in time. There should be no problem jumping around in different parallel universes. There should be no time uh, with any of this. Whatever you can imagine is probably true on some level. So what that would do if we had that kind of education uh, into these areas. I think what it would do is it would, it would it would expand us, you know, out beyond ourselves and into ourselves as, you know, um, infinite beings. 
you know, celestial infinite beings. And, you know, that progression is apparently not what they want. So, so we're retarded so that we just live and die in, the, in these cycles here. And I think a lot of people, I think people are, uh, you know, I think there is something to reincarnation, but I think it's more like, you know, spin cycle. You know what I mean? They, they, they are manipulating souls that choose them for recycling. I don't choose them. I choose going home. Now, I know God is real. And I know, I don't know why they keep all the secrets away from me. You know, because I'm, I'm right here. You know, a lot of this alien stuff, too. Like, they were interviewing this alien guy. And the first thing he says is God doesn't exist. I mean, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, we don't go with that archaic stuff. You know what I mean? Everything is God. You know what I mean? Everything that is conscious is God. And so, you know, we are all part of a great big being called God. And, and you know, that's true on, some, on, a, on a certain level, that everything is everything on a certain level. But there is definitely a, you know, a, a moral nature. There is a design aspect. There is a, there is a whole bunch of it. And, and yes, I, I don't bash too harsh on the time-space thing because it seems like it's something that God created for a reason. If, you know what I mean? If, that, that there would be a time-space continuum with which the creation would be established. But uh, it's now completely corrupted, obviously, to a point that, you know, it's almost unsalvageable at this point. I mean, and you have humans now just sitting down and dying. You know, they don't even want to fight. They just want to sit down and die. I think instinctively humanity knows it's over. So they just want to die. You know, they're just, you know, they're just giving up. And maybe that's what it is, is collective giving up that's happening is is you know when you when you when you know there's no more possibility of life you just sort of give in right when they had people lined up for the guillotine they just they just dutifully stood in line until it was their turn they'd already decided they're going to go ahead and die so they they don't they didn't give any trouble to the to the french people that were running the guillotine they just got in line and you know with everybody else and had their head lopped off on cue, there was no more fight left in them. They had already given. Maybe there's something like that going on. You know, they, they know this is it, right? They know this is the end, and so they've they've just gone ahead and said, "Okay." You know, now we're on borrowed time, right? In other words, every, every day you're not dead, really is you know not unconscious would be like borrowed time. So you're just really kind of in line there. In borrowed time, you're in line waiting for waiting to die. That's the point. Or if there's any fight left in anyone, they would be going ape shit against this uh, takeover and uh, pounding it into the ground wherever it exists. I mean, it's one or the other, right? It's either that or death. Notice how they're slowly getting around to killing you. They're slowly getting there. Door to door now. Door to door has been into, of course, what's others door to door? Weapons confiscation, that's right. Confiscating guns. Forced vaccinations, which are not vaccinations, but it's uh, gene manipulation by AI, no less. 
on behalf of the facilitators, the Nazis, whose eugenics plan circles the entire globe and uh, is part of the, uh, you know, connected to all the, quote, bug-eyed aliens who really run the show. And you don't fuck with them because they could really hurt you. So we just sort of uh, slump toward the guillotine, knowing we have no other option. You know, they also lined up for the gas, for the, uh, the, the cremation, uh, for the gas and the cremation in Nazi Germany, don't you? If you see the pictures with the crematorium, with the black smoke going up, those are human bodies being burned. And the people in line, dutifully in line, waiting to go be gassed and, and, and cremated themselves. What is that being in line bet? They'd already given up. There's a long line, too. Long line. You know, Jews, undesirables, whatever. Long line. And they wait there to die. They've already decided they're going to die, so they're just going to stand in line, and they just want to get it over with. And I think there's something like that going on in America. You know, America is kind of it looks to me like, you know, the real American is kind of, you know, losing hope or, you know, giving up and being complacent. And what's really happening, though, scientifically, there really is a, a culling going on. And it's going on by this process, I believe, the, the jab. I think the magnetism, and it, it could also be in the, in the diet, not just the jab, but I think this magnetism is a thing that dulls people, that dulls their senses. And when they're dulled like that, they can't fight back. See? So that, it's a terrible thing to be you know, treated like cattle, and to have a, a mass extermination plan in place and to participate in my own extermination is you know, by becoming dull, no less, by becoming uh, unintellectual, by becoming uncurious. To have no more curiosity, no more verve for life, nothing. Just to, you know, to give in, give up. And just, you know, like uh, when you know it's the end, you just you just go get in line and you're kind of, a, you, know, uh, you know, in a different place consciously. You're not really there. You're just sort of, you know, waiting in line to die. And I don't, you know, I guess the election had a lot to do with that. In other words, people saw the amount of people that sold out to Satan, which is basically, you know, they would tell you, they wouldn't even say, they would never even say the word Satan. That makes you look like an idiot. But they, let's just put it this way. They'd all, uh, you know, they all became part of the world system. Could I say it that way? They all became part of the world system, whether they be firemen, policemen, university professors, you know, doctors, lawyers, you know, uh, shopkeeps, uh, you know, authors, movie directors, whatever you name it. They they became part of the system, and they became society. Now, society uh moves organically as a it can move as one as right so when people that are not part of the system encounter it they call that the gang stalked and they wonder how it could be cohesive from here to paris to moscow to beijing how could it all be one thing 
it's because once a person is in, they become part of the hive, don't they? The hive is not run by the humans. The hive is run by beyond human, okay? So they can have Beijing, you know, Paris, you know, Dubai, uh, you know, know, Honolulu, whatever. They can have it all programmed in and have people snapping your picture and taking data. They don't even know what they're doing. I mean, it's all... All, all connected. No one knows who really pushes the ultimate buttons, but it all—it's all organic. It's all—it's all operating like like a, a big squid, you know. And it's—it's—it's um, it's, it's basically able to uh, track you anywhere you go and be ahead of you in time. Very important concept to be ahead of you in time. All gang stock here. If you want just stalking, or you want to just call it you know, surveillance stalking, whatever, you know, gaslighting. All of it is out of, comes from a hive situation. And that's how there's there's shared knowledge in the ether, you know, the connection between people, our little neural networks. And so it all, it all is, uh, you know, hyper-controlled. Uh, and, and, and it is a one-to-one thing. You are at odds with a, like a single entity, that has, um, you know, billions of, of, of cords, you know, controlling others. So it can singularly track you uh, wherever you go and know things about you that nobody knows, know all your history, know everything, and scare you with it every once in a while with gaslighting uh, to make sure that you know, that they know, that you're not, you know, exactly complying you're, and the whole the whole purpose they do it to you is because you're not one of them, you know, and uh, or you rebelled against them and you wanted to go on your own or something. That would be another way to draw them to draw them out. But it's because they're 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 tracking you just the same way that a farmer would track, you know, a, a cow that's got to start walking down the road, you know, just not really part of the herd or not acting like being part of the herd or whatever. They would they would be uh, zoning in on that. It would be easy to see because to, to them, we're just, you know, really just like little rabbits or something. You know, they, they can easily see with their, their hawkeye or eagle eye. They can easily see, you know, their, their crop of rabbits or whatever, their, their, their food supply. You know what I mean? So they, they keep track of, it, of their food supply, us. And when one is errant, meaning not exactly in line with the others, they stick out, don't they? So the entire, and so what they do, they manipulate the entire world to come against that one person and to make it look like an overwhelming force, i.e. gang stalking, like someone might sabotage your car. Another guy might, you know, do something else. Another guy might pop the tires. Uh, They might, you know, when they do these tasks too, wherever they are, someone might steal your car, whatever. When they do all this stuff in this orchestrated manner, that really is the scary part, is the orchestration. That's, right? It's not the fact that there's crime. People do things. It's the orchestration, isn't it, that bothers you. So when that gets to that point of organization, um, and, and you know, it, 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 wherever you go, it, it starts up again. It's, no, it doesn't, doesn't start up again. It didn't stop. It will never stop. Because you're never going to be different than you are, so it will never stop. 
So what's the mitigating factor? Well, God is the only mitigating factor I know of, Jesus. You can prove it right now. You just say, Lord, if that's real and you're real and I've been wrong all these years, show me. Help me to understand, Lord. I, 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 I need to know something. I, I just, you know, I feel silly even asking you, but I, I've got to have, I need some help, you know. And part of it is understanding that you, you are in a unique situation and that draws fire. I mean, the 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 most um, the most violent it gets is when if you if they know about Jesus, because Jesus represents a way out completely. So that's very much going to be the whole culture is going to be against Jesus, against Bibles, against all of it, because they don't want anyone thinking there's a way out. And that's why they're going for the jabs to make you dull so you don't, you know, so you're not going to behave like, a say, someone following Jesus or any of that. You're going to be conformed. Conforming means no God. I'll say it again. Write this down. Conforming means no God. How many people have I met and you met that are conformed but are running the churches or, or populating the churches? All. Everyone in the church is one of them. Everyone in the church is one of them. You know, or if you like, the people that in the invasion of the body snatchers who had their personalities taken and they, whatever, when the thing got on them and in them, what did they act like? And the Nicole Kidman version, I like the best because it's very clear. It's about exactly what I'm talking about. And why do they have to do invasion of the body snatchers to talk about this subject? Right? And, and people that are not in that, who have not been taken by the body snatchers, what happens to them? They're gang-stalked, aren't they? Exactly, by the hive, which is conformed. And what do they do when they find one of you? They point and they scream, don't they? I don't see how much more clear it could be. I mean, that's almost like giving to you on a silver platter right there. How, you know, I don't, the authors, that's all they could do. The authors are not allowed to go just spell it out. That's a, that's the, that's a gimme, though. That's a gift right there. They're trying to tell you something. They're trying to explain something about your world, but they're not allowed to, so they're doing it in a, in a sci-fi way, using, like, monsters about outer space to make their point. Same thing with They Live, another brilliant example, another gift, right, to help us to understand where we are, what this is. And understand what's the main problem in they live. And actually, if you want to go with another Carpenter film, we go with uh, Prince of Darkness. What would be the the, the quintessential, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, purpose of the characters in they live? What what would be the quintessential purpose of the humanity? Remember, they're all in a homeless camp, and what happens to most of them? Where are most people at before they see those 
sunglasses. Where are they at? They're, they're mindless slaves, aren't they? They're programmed. So most people that claim to be not programmed are programmed. The only way you could be not programmed or deprogrammed for real would be God does it, because God is the program breaker, which is why they hate Jesus. They call it dead. They got to go in there and say it's homophobic or whatever it is. They got to put it all down and, and destroy everything, the Jews, that Bible, you know, Torah, anything that, that, that gets at escape has to be pounded. The whole purpose of religion, the perversion of religion, is to keep people on in, you know, in the club, on the track, on their march to death. The Bridge of Sighs. Prisoners would go across this bridge in Venice uh, to their death, where they would be put to death. So they call it the Bridge of Sighs because the people on the bridge are sighing. <laughs> oh, they're sighing because they're on their way to their own death. I know, it was a big album by Robin Trower. That was a very famous album. Great album, by the way. I still love it today. Yeah. But love seeing that old geezer perform, too. I don't know if he is anymore. He's like 9,000 years old. But boy, oh, boy. What a, what a, he was so inspired by Hendrix, wasn't he? He was the only one that really, I would say, was really, a, you know, kind of earned the, the mantle to, to carry on Hendrix. But uh, people got tired of blues rock. You know, they, they had pop and rap and all that that was coming in and, you know, people took off. I, I do believe, I do see a resurgence of, at least in the uh, metal crowd, I do see a, a resurgence of rock. And, you know, one would hope it's across the board with rock. But I, I, you know, I don't see a kind of a cultural revolution type of thing like in the 60s. You, you know, a lot of that was contrived by the CM, by, you know, Louis Joliet West, MK Ultra, Mass Mind Control, Introduction of LSD, which ultimately, what does LSD do? It makes you, it kind of detaches you from things in a way. You know, you 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 see the you know the connection of all things, and you become somewhat complacent. I'm not even talking about fighting for your country anymore. I mean, we're beyond that. I'm talking about for you as a human. Do you feel a sense of needing to, you know, stand up for yourself being a human? And I'm I'm saying what I'm saying today. And I've seen people giving up on that. Not, not the country, that's it's a you know, they've all given up there. But I mean, you know, well, they think Q is going to come to the rescue or Trump is going to come to the rescue. I got news for you. I, I'll just be give you a statement here. Trump is not going to be president. Sorry, understand? And I, I doubt he will be president in, in, in you know the next presidential election either. But he's not going to be put back into president in August or next month. Uh, people that are waiting around for that are, are themselves going to be very, very, you know, don't get mad at me. I'm just telling you what's going to happen. You know, and if I'm wrong, then you get mad at me. Then you can yell. Not now. Let's just call that a guess. I just guess that, that President Trump will not be the president in, in August. And I will guess that he probably won't, you know, that I don't know what's going to happen before the the election next time, but it looks like they're going to push for, um, you know, open, you know, cheating voting, cheating at voting so that they will never, 
the Democrats will never lose another election. The Democrats work directly with the Chicoms and Gates, and so do a lot of Republicans. But I mean, basically, it's all about the New World Order now. It's not about America anymore. But Trump is considered the enemy of the deep state, the enemy of the FBI. He is the enemy of the CIA. He is the enemy of the military-industrial complex. He is the enemy of where these fucking asshole retards, these slaves, these morons are in lockstep with their masters who are not human entities, okay? And they're going to take this all the way to the end, to the, to the final nth degree of why do they want to put magnetism in humans? Because they want to take away whatever God did, whatever the creation was, it must be perverted. It has nothing to do with improvement. They could care less about humanity. It has nothing to do with improving our lives. It has nothing to do with becoming a superpower. They have no intention of making you into super beings. They're going to promise you that so you go along. Wait till they start promising you life extension through injections and through experiments. You wait. They'll be lined up around the block to get it. You know, I wish they would just kill us all sometimes. You know, one big nuclear conflagration. I wish God would just burn this planet to a crisp because... You know, it's a lot more humane than going through a slow death. Every little inch of your humanity just chiseled, chiseled, chiseled away until there's nothing left to fight back. You're, you're, you're not even there. Your consciousness isn't even really there anymore. It's just terrible. And I, you know, I just wonder, you know, when they start putting nanobots in the meat, I mean, at that point, you've got to throw your hand. I mean, you, you know, you're either going to fight or you're going to die. And I guess people are just going to let it happen. I saw a video of a guy that got the jab. He went into like a coma or death rattle. I know what a death rattle is. I've been there before when I was poisoned. And his leg was shaking because he was shivering. He was shivering in a death rattle. Right, his mouth was foaming. That's what happens when, you, when you're poisoned, okay? You know, and he was put on a gurney and wheeled out in front of the line that was lined up to get the jab. And they're wheeling him, to the, obviously, to the hospital, which they never reported whatever happened to that guy. Right? There was no reporting to follow up. Of course not. And the people stayed in line, just like the people that stood in line for the ovens, for the, for the, for the gassing in Nazi Germany, in Auschwitz. The same thing they stood in line when the guys being wheeled, you know, out of the office in front of them. They stayed in line. Do you understand me? Is there anyone out there that can still understand? I didn't think after 20 years of talking here on the Zeph Report that it would end up being this bad. And Biden is, well, I want to make sure everyone has the opportunity. I mean, Here's a guy that if you understood the real guts of this abomination, you would, you, you know, you would, uh, 
probably sequester this person in a place where he could do no harm to anyone forever. You would never elect him as president, and we didn't. Now you're stuck with him. And the longer he stays there, I see the more complacent people get, the more they give up. And what the government wants is that for you to let them have their way with you. That's what they want with all of you, whether you're in Romania or whether you're in Tanzania. That's what they want. That's what they want. It's like, a, it's like living in a sci-fi horror movie. Only it's really depressing. I mean, you're not being entertained. Because what used to be speculative has now become all too real. It's no fun, is it? It's no fun being treated like cattle, is it? And with all the taxes and all the things they're doing, that's basically called theft. So people will not be able to keep their homes. They won't be able to keep their cars. They won't be able to do anything unless you're hooked up in the, uh, you know, the corporatocracy where you'll be taken care of for a little while until it goes further up the chain to where it's just the Nazis. The Nazis are running it. Yeah, the Nazi, the Nazi party of Germany is running it. That is exactly correct. I know it's hard for you to get your mind around that, but it's the Nazi party. The same Nazi as Adolf Hitler. The same thing. Same people. In cahoots with the, quote, aliens, which are not aliens at all. So, (laughs) why do we give them power? Why do we let them kill us? Did we do this last time? I guess so. I guess we just do this. Why do they line up at those lines to, to... when they could see the smokestack, the black smoke billowing up, and the smell of their fellow humans being burned, being burned alive, some of them. And as that, right? Because after a while, it's like, why waste money on gas? Just throw them in the oven and cook them, you know, alive. And they stand in line anyway. A guy gets jabbed. His whole right side is shaking, He's in a death rattle. They want to get him out of there before he dies right in front of them. So they're wheeling him down the hall at a gurney, and there's a line to get the uh, jab. And they see this guy being wheeled out, and they stay in line. Once again, they stay in line. And now they've decided just yesterday to go door to door. For your convenience. Ziegheil. Understand? Same people. The same ones. The very same ones again. This time they want to kill around, you know, six and a half billion people. You know, for the grand ultimate sacrifice to their God in exchange for eternal life. Of course, that's what they want. Something that we already have. But they want it to be, you know, in their bodies with their minds and have then that go eternal. Like Henry Kissinger has eternal. He's 
body doesn't look good, but he's, what is he, about 200 years old now, 150? How old is he, 100? He's got to be 100. He's still around. <laughs> anyway, that's my, there's nothing I can do. I'm just, I don't believe that the, my podcast will be successful in turning the tide now. I'm just venting myself, you know. I'm still human somewhat, so I'm trying to vent a little bit, you know. Trying to at least connect with my own humanity within, so I'm saying something. I'm not going to stand in line like that when a guy is getting wheeled out in a death rattle from the shot, and I'm going to stay in line all day to get my shot? Because it's like Russian roulette. Not everybody goes out in a gurney. Is that what you're saying? So they stay in line? Kind of like Russian roulette. Some guys are just unlucky, but other people walk out of there just fine. I don't know anybody that doesn't have complications for the uh, jab. The people I know that have had the jab. There are complications. You know? And I would say, you know, on this meat thing... Maybe they're magnetizing the meat to get people to stop eating meat because that's one of Klaus Schwab's, uh, well, we might as well, President Klaus Schwab's, uh, uh, you know, the president of the world, Klaus Schwab's, Herr Presidente, Klaus Schwab, that's one of his goals is to get humans to eat bugs instead of meat for protein. Um... Shoot, if I were even in the military, I would, I would definitely form a, a resistance. I mean, I I can't imagine the you know, every one of the dark of the actually dark forces, armed forces. I'm now calling them the dark forces. Every one of them goes along. Every last one, with all the hardware and all the machinery here, all the guns. Yeah, I mean, there's no way the U.S. could lose any war. Or Russia or anybody else. They could wipe out the whole planet if they want. So without the military, you can't really form any kind of resistance, right? So is it check and mate? Anyway, I salute you who realize that your own... Um, immunity and your herd immunity is is just fine it's the way god intended it and don't have any need for uh an experimental uh, drug they call a vaccine but isn't really you don't have any it also has nothing to do with covid in terms of stopping it because people that get the jab get covid right so it has nothing to do with anything that they say it has to do with it's about something else it's like it's a bait and switch so i applaud you for not taking the jab uh, thinking that it was going to save your health. There was one guy around here who said, if you don't wear a mask, you should be banned from the jab. And I said, you promise? I've, I have no mask ever. I went to the uh, the market. I go in there, you know, and like three quarters of the people are in masks. 
they give me, you know, they're giving me the evil eye and, you know, that kind of thing, you know, double taking, you know, you know, angry that I'm walking around without a mask, but they can't do anything now because it's like they're, they can't ask you whether you've had the jab or not. So I'm walking around, I'm shopping and I'm, you know, realizing that the, uh, you know, things are changing in the food supplies and, you know, quality isn't there where it used to be and meat looks a little older than the due date, you know, stuff just looks like it's wearing down. And um, I get in line, and everybody in this place is all hypnotized, all under my control. I'm the only one that was conscious that day. And I'm trying to act like I'm one of them. Like, oh, I just don't care about anything. I'm uh, just a dull zombie. Uh, okay, buddy here, thank you. Have a good day. Uh, uh. Right, like somebody injected lithium in my veins. So... You know, I, I've, I've, you know, I felt I had to join the chorus of, of people that are, I'm not saying that you know, it's a loss. I'm just trying to express my uh, observation about how people are behaving right now. As if they've already kind of given in or, or you know, they've, 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 well, they, like one guy told me, he took it because he has to fly to Europe this, this, uh, you know, uh, summer. As far as I know, you don't need the jab to fly to Europe. He said, he's got to go to Europe because we have the Cannes. Right now, this week, we have the Cannes Film Festival, right? Cannes Film Market. And, you know, try to get you know, opportunities to entertain people on Netflix, I guess. And we're going to turn to the movie thing, you know, pretty soon. It's, uh, it's um, you know, I, I've, uh, we are working on a, a on a great, you know, European uh, debut for Girl Next with a, a bunch of theaters, a bunch of cities in Spain. Well, we're getting, you know, see, that's the, see, this is just like society, just like everything I've done. I go to Europe and all of a sudden I'm, you know, it all, it all connects with people, you know what I mean? And, and, uh, and that's where they, they get into it. Europeans really are not hung up on you know, sex and, you know, they're, they're, they have a different mentality about everything. And I think my material goes best in Europe. Probably UK, Spain, uh, France, Italy, whatever. And um, so that's where there'll be a you know, theatrical debut, Spain. And I'm sorry, couldn't have been here, but uh, people act like retards, you know what I mean? They don't seem to understand uh, what's going on? That they're getting, you know, they're getting a deprogramming film. I mean, they they should be grateful. And and what they want is they want like another, you know, retread of Mortal Kombat or something. They want another retread of, you know, Fast and Furious. So it's it's that's just America. I mean, it's just become that dumbed down. It's it's useless trying to, you know. So Spain, uh, yes, welcome. I I just love Spain. I don't know if I'm going to be able to fly over there for it though because. I'm not going to get myself a jab, and I'm certainly not going to take a PCR test. Because when they stick that thing up there, they, they, they do damage to that area that's a blood-brain barrier. You don't want them to, to, to damage that. You know, the, the, you know the, the, besides that, the PCR test is inappropriate. It doesn't work, but it can also do damage to tissues up in that area of your nose and, you know, leading into the brain. 
you know, that's breached in some way, you know, that's, you're going to die early. I mean, that's, it's, that's, they used to do that to the slaves in Egypt, right? For disobedience. Make an example out of you. They stick something up your nose. They rupture that delicate area, that, that delicate bone there between the nose and up, up into the sinuses and, you know, up against the brain barrier. But I'm not surprised that, um, you know, that, that uh, I think it's like nine cities in Spain. So I'm pretty happy, pretty, I'll get reports. I mean, I'd, I'd love to go there. I, I particularly would like to see, uh, love to hang out in Barcelona, you know. <laughs> Have my coffee and look at uh, Antonio Gaudí's uh, architecture, right, influence. That's a trip, huh? If you haven't seen it, I've seen pictures. I've never, I've never been there, but I, you know, it's you know, the beach, obviously, the drive down to the uh, Spanish Riviera, down the French Riviera. Uh, yeah, there'd be, you know, and all those little towns, and you know, lots of seafood served. The catch of the day, you know, fresh, giant steam thing on your plate, a bottle of wine, a piece of bread, right? That's all you need. A little olive oil. <laughs> well, I've eaten the cuisine in France. I mean, I've been in the south of France and Cannes and, and uh, just down the, you know, it's, it's even more fun to keep driving down to Italy and then all the way down that coast. You, 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 you pass by, a, oh, a Pisa and then Florence. That's inland, you know, an hour and a half or so. And then if you keep going, you go down to those all those you know, towns on the cliff of Positano and all that. That was Francesca's favorite. And then if you keep going, you get to Calabria, and then you eventually have but to get over to, to, to uh, Sicily, you've got to, you've got to get the ferry. You've got to keep going past Calabria uh, all the way around to where there's the, where there's a boat that can get you and your car over there. And that takes, you know, if they had something at Calabria, a bridge, you could get to uh, Sicily across that bridge. And they've, they've, they've had it on the board for years in Italy, if what I understand. Years and years they had planned that bridge, which would... Save people like a day's worth of of of, of travel, or, or two day two days, two days worth of travel, and you get right on to Sicily. You know, right there, it's like two miles across. But they won't. Uh, you know, it's that narrow area that they talked about. You know, in in Ulysses, right? In the, the 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 great epic Ulysses, and you drive across there. You know, the Iliad, the Odyssey, or whatever. You you go, you know, the, the Tale of Odysseus, I guess. One of those. I can't remember now. It's been so long. And then you're on the island, island of Sicily. And then uh, from there, if you really want to keep going, you could go to the island of Malta. And then from there, you could, you know, retrace Paul's journey from, uh, you know, from, uh, you know, Rome down to Malta, down to Asia Minor, and then across over to uh, Jerusalem or wherever. You know, you 
But anyway, I think everyone agrees that the Mediterranean is is pretty cool. Now uh, the Atlantic, you know, the Atlantic is 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 more rough. In fact, if you go north from from Barcelona, after a while you you get into Portugal, and then in Portugal there's a place called Nazaré, and Nazaré, that's where you see those videos of those like you know fifty sixty foot waves breaking very close to the rocks. Very close to the shore. People line up on that little area, that observation area there. And you can watch these guys taking off on these crazy, insane waves. Very powerful. And then there's beaches in Portugal, too. Really nice. Uh, And, uh, you know, to me, it's just like I could definitely be an expat in that area. And uh, somewhere in Portugal, you know, just sort of hanging out. And what I like is, you know, I've got to write. I should write as much of this as I can. I'm going to bury it all in fiction. Yeah, it's going to be lost. My life will be lost. C'est la vie. It doesn't matter. What, 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 it, if nobody cares anymore, who cares, right? I mean, nobody needs to know how to get out of, you know, you know what. The, but I remember in the beginning... When I would tell people about what it is, and I said it's everything everywhere all the time, they wouldn't believe a word of it. I said it is. It's completely clockwork. All, you know, every soul is like hooked in. And then they, they could act like a gang stalking whenever they push the button. It's like there's a, there's a, there's a central command. And they're able to, not only that, but they also shift reality. So the, world you're in one second is not the world you're in the next second. So those people that you saw before who are stalking you, who are gaslighting you, are not the ones that you see later. So they can never get caught, you see, ever. Because you're never going to accept that. You're never going to get that far in the thinking. And because you won't, you'll never figure out what gang stalking is. You will never find out what you know real organized bullying is or organized stalking. As far as electronics, yeah, well, they'll shoot electronics. At, you know, that's all part of the all part of the fun. Don't forget medical tyranny, though, too. Medical tyranny, psychiatric tyranny. Psychiatric tyranny might be you. 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 You feel like you're hearing things or seeing things. Oh, they're stalking you. So you check into a mental hospital. And your roommates are not roommates at all, but actors that were hired to be there to put pressure on you to basically change your status from earthling to alien. I know that sounds crazy, so we'll just table the discussion right now, and no one will ever know, and no one, would, no one will be the wiser. The world doesn't know about gang stalking. The, the people that are, are, are you know, advocates, that's why I gave up talking about it, because they don't know, and they're never going to know. And I can't tell them because, you know, it's, it's a matter of belief. And if it can't be proven, you know, two and two is four, there's no, there's no, there's, you're, they're stuck. It's over. It's just idle speculation at that point. So that's why I give up. I give up on the whole subject. Because people are never, you know, they say, well, I'm being gang stalked, I'm being harassed, I'm being gasoline. Oh, you don't say. I mean, you know, so is everybody that doesn't go along with the uh, dulling. 
You know, it's gone mainstream now, so there's no no way to label it because nobody can see it because it's everywhere all the time. That's what I said coming out of L.A. It's everywhere all the time. Boy, oh boy, did they want to get rid of me. Everywhere all the time. And uh, they watch you. And Girl Next, they watch you. They go, it's Legion. You know, and it's all in your head. That's right. They're watching you. They're in your head, too. So <laughs> the psychiatric thing, of course, most people don't even uh, need that. But the, the point is it's there as one of the mechanisms of society to uh, discredit you so that you can never talk. That's why they're there. That's it. You know, kids wake up and they don't want to, you know, they smell the coffee. They don't want to go along with it. Because they're not criminal types, <clears throat> then they can be ruined by the time they're 18. So no one will ever listen to them. They will never get another chance. That's the end of it. Done, done, done. This, so do you really care in this world? Given that that's the reality about anything. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, why should anyone care about anything then? If the reality is like that, then, you know, why not just commit suicide? And yet the reality is like, is it's exactly like, not just like that, it is that. And so they can't ever get to the bottom of something like gang stalking because they would commit suicide if they knew the real truth. Or they would they would run to the Lord, to Jesus, you know, if they're smart, if they would, you know, understood that, you know, it's not you that saves yourself. Most people here are so narcissistic. They think if they go to Jesus, they have to give up something. It's like, what the fuck is the matter with you? You have to give up something like it's your decision. It's not even your decision, dude. It's not a decision that you yourself independently make you don't decide you do react and that's where your free will comes in in the reaction not the prime move i can't explain that because nobody knows what that is either so now what do we do And the reason that you can't follow me, and the reason they can't, they some people have trouble following Girl Next. You know, they they find it you know some so, somewhat confusing, which it isn't at all. It's it's you know you, you know why that is right. It's programming. It's because it makes you uncomfortable. It deprograms you. It de it de uh, how's it do that? It doesn't do it through some like virtuous. It's just. Subversive. When you encounter something subversive, what happens? It deprograms. And I, you know, anyway, it's 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 not the purpose of the film. The purpose of the film is just you know a story. But that story was cooked up through Mike and me and Larry and others. I mean, it was very carefully wrought. So you got to you know 
these people are very cavalier with their opinions. They just don't seem to, you know, one of the things that, that I know from, you know, reading, I know the people that get it love it. You know, they, 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 they get it. I know people that get it. They, they don't love it, but they, they, uh, they find it really interesting. They find, they, they, they're following it. And I love those reviews too. But when people just don't get it and dismiss it out of hand, and, you know, it's trash, it's rubbish, but they have no details. No details as to what their reaction, where, you know, what they're encountering. Uh, these are people that are not, not only are they not serious, but I just believe they're, they're either there to quash, try to quash it, which they haven't done, by the way. It's, as far as I know, it's doing pretty, it's doing really well in the torrents. I mean, the people are ripping it off. Like one torrent I went to, like I said the other day, already had 75 downloads on like, you know, day four or something. And it's like, that's that's money out of my pocket, man. I mean, what the hell's the matter with you? They do it with every film. It's terrible. You can't pay $3.99 to watch it on Prime. You know, or wherever. I don't know. I guess it'll be on Dish. It's, you know, different places. Um, you know, but anyway, it's... Uh, I, I don't mind the controversy. Like I've got, like I said, that's what I thought would happen. We have these glowing reviews that we have this like exact opposite. So we have both clashing, but it looks like people are kind of getting it. I think they're going to get it more. As producer Mike said, he said, you know, it's going to take a while, but see, we already have another film coming out. See, we have the ace in the hole. And that is the answer to the quantum, to the quantum situation. The answer to the uh, to the Aquavelva drug. It actually goes by another name, and um, and and what 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 the real point of it is? What is the point of this breakthrough drug? What is the point of this substance? What 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 is it they're trying to do? Why are they trying to do it? And who's involved in it? And some of these answers come in the next one. You know, it's a series. So it gets, it gets, you know, it gets on to what seems very raw and in your face. And people go, some people go, well, it started out being about human trafficking, this awful, you know, torturing. And then all of a sudden it went off on this tangent. Yes. It didn't go off on a tangent. It went into a tangent. Into, on purpose. Art what have you, freedom. And then, of course, the next installment called The Quantum Devil. And I've, by the way, I've had the privilege of, you know, we've got 20 minutes of it, you know, the first 20, and that's the crucial 20 Oh man, you're gonna love these people. You're gonna love. You're gonna love it. If you had any inclination to girl next, it's you're gonna love this even more because it's 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 we're doing this in the style of movie movie. So it's like you know a a more traditional style, but still some really weird, strange, insane things happen. But I, I just love these characters and I love these. Uh, I love these uh, these actors who play these. These are exotic actors. These are people from you know Spain and Serbia and you know Turkey, you know, who are in the film, and it just gives it this uh, really 
uh, engrossing. It's just like an engrossing story, and you, you know, you're gonna want to see the rest of it. And yes, we're we're out there. We need, uh, you know, I wish I had enough friends that had any kind of money, and I could just raise it in house. You know, but it's you know, we're gonna need a cash of, uh, so we're gonna have to partner with somebody. But that's okay. We've you know. It's okay. People are going to be dying to see the third installment. We've already got uh, worked some of that out. Just yesterday, we're brainstorming. It was just a couple of pieces popped in. See, when we do stories, we don't have a story, then we write it. We only write the story to find out what's going to happen, just like you when you see, you know what I mean? It's just, we don't know. So that's why we're writing it up and digging into it so we can find out. See, rather than having an idea and following... What are the reasons people's screenplays are not interesting? I could just give you a little screenplay wisdom, you know, maybe from all these years. The reason that a lot of screenplays are not that interesting or don't get funded or don't get, you know, excitement is because they're derivative of the author himself who comes up with the idea, who writes a treatment, which is like a, you know, a, a, like a long synopsis or maybe a quick synopsis, then goes to script, and, and they're basically writing, you know, something they have on flashcards, and they're writing out the, you know, scenes and, you know, the order they have them. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But um, because it's painful to write the real way, which is, you know, you'll be stuck in a, wondering where this goes next, and you're, you're going to have to go maybe pray about it to find out what the answer is because you don't know. Rather than saying you have writer's block, you have come to an area uh, where you don't know. The same thing could happen if you have flashcards. I mean, David Lynch says if you have 70 flashcards and, you know, if you get 70, then you have a movie, you know. And I would agree with that, except that, and I know he does this, but that as you're going through the flashcards, they may become useless after a while because it starts going another direction. And then you go... Wow, that's interesting. Let's go see that. So what authors do, why they fail, is because it starts going another direction. They go, oh, no, I've got to wrench it back on track. And that's where the failure comes in. But it's scary to let the thing go where it's going to go. It's scary because you don't have control. And again, it's about whether you have control or faith. I have faith in the process. So I liked it. I mean, Larry loves collaborating with me because, and he's had kind of a rough time with others, you know, uh, but with me, has no problem because I like to go, you know, I like to jam, you know, it's like when we're playing music, you know what I mean? I love to jam, man. I like jamming. I like it when it just goes another direction. I want to see where that's going to go. And that, that's where the good stuff happens. Not in the pre-contrived, you know, controlled story environment and the reason all these story gurus fail to have students that amount to anything is because they it's all so pre-contrived well did you do your character list uh, do you have your synopsis or uh, did you do a slug outline or oh, did or step outline did you do a you know you know what i mean it's like you know let's check the boxes do you have your your midpoint turnaround do you have your black moment at the end of act two do you have this and do you have that well before you know it if you start following all these formulas you know besides the idea of losing motivation in the first place 
you're going to have something very uh, that that you know people have seen before. We humans, if we're going to write up an outline, it's going to be something we've. If it's if we're going to have an outline, it's going to be something we've seen, isn't it? Something we know. Two plus two is four. But on the movies that kind of break through, it's always some kind of factor that's that's different that makes it work. You know, that's something just different than the 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 the, the, the group out there, and um, something different than just doing the obvious, right? And that's the same with everything in the arts. It's 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 whether you trust that process or not. So here's what I would say to people: say, oh, I'd like to write a screenplay. I'd say, well, first of all. Look, watch, be a fan of movies, right? Watch movies. And um, second of all, don't be afraid to let the, uh, the because you're writing a movie. So, so be, you know, it's, don't go read scripts to figure out how to write a script. Watch movies to figure out. If you want to figure out how to write a novel, read novels. You want to figure out how to write a script, watch movies. Numero uno advice. Why is that important? Because it's the it's the it's the movies and the influences there. Like if you want to, you know, play a certain kind of music, well, then I go listen to that kind of music. And then don't be afraid to let that music, you know, go away from you know meander away from where your hero has it. I mean, I was telling talking to somebody yesterday that knows uh, Devin uh, Tom uh, Devin Townsend and. Uh, I was explaining how articulate I thought he was and how uh, that his real time to shine, I think, is right now it, it, as he's really, you know, it's always been his producing that's been standing out. Of course, I love the playing. I love the new uh, music videos that he's done. It's, it's, it's really, uh, you know, what I love about his music is not black metal, but it's melodic, very melodic. And then, of course, the drums are insane. I love the drums. And it's very it's very simple, but it's very layered. And how he does all that is I well, he's teaching a class on it right now. That'd be pretty interesting to see that. How he fits all those sounds in, you know. Yeah, I'd always I'd always liked him. I'd always liked him. There's just something about but now I like him better than ever. Right now. Right now in this moment. And uh and I I've also listened to some artists from uh uh, I guess France and Sweden and you know Norway, little black metal people, but not not if, because they a lot of times use traditional roots of, of blues rock, and then you know they have uh, more of an epic melodic thing that happens. And, and I know it's very dark. And people go, I could you know, it was so dark. I, I turned Larry onto this band called Oculus. Maybe you've heard of them. Well, they're in a whole group of bands. The whole giant there's a giant group of them. And uh, they all, and all the fans know the whole group. And they, you know, you get from Oculus, you get a vinyl album and the cover art, and you, you get uh, you can get all kinds of you know stuff. And they have a, a new album, uh, and and it's uh, it's epic. It has these epic, huge wall of sound, just epic, epic sounds. Maybe I get permission to play some of it, you know, and. Um, and then I've showed it to Larry just as a, you know, to maybe have it in this one area of the film. Maybe we would license one of these tracks. Then he goes, and he said it back in notes saying it was too dark. He couldn't listen to it. It's just too too much. 
It's too dark, he says. I don't really think it's that. I, it's it's uh, it makes you feel like you're going to hell in a way. I mean, but it's it's this, you know, whole theater of evil kind of thing. It's very. I didn't find it exactly dark. I I did use it to write with. That's why I, I find music as I write when I'm writing. I always have the music on. The louder, the better, because then I get out of my way. Then I'm not editing what I'm writing. There's a time for editing and a time for writing. If you're going to write fiction, then write it and then come back in another pass as an editor and edit. But don't try editing while you're writing or you're just going to wind up again with this pre something that is not interesting. You know what I mean? It's going to probably look good, sound good, but still be a derivative work. Meaning we've seen it before. Sorry. Next. That's all you get. You get like two, you get like four or five pages, if that. And then the producer goes, next, he throws it in the trash can. That's the way it goes. Literally, these producers don't have an attention span faster than a, than a, than a, than a text mail, okay? That's the modern day producer. He's got zero attention span. So it's got to be something that could be a one sentence pitch. And then it's got to be, you know what I mean? Because me, when people send me a script, I've, I've if it's a friend, I want to read it, give feedback and stuff. But I mean, it's, um, you know, it's it's usually, you know, it's okay. I mean, you know, all the pieces are right. It's a professional piece of writing and no one would argue with that. It looks a lot like what's on TV today. A lot of derivative, you know, dreck. You know, that Netflix is recommending a new series I might like. You know, and I've been looking at all this... I've been looking at all the alien stuff lately. You know, there's a lot of it on Prime. Gee, a ton of it. And I've been looking at, uh, you know, series. I've, I've, I give a series like about, oh, uh, you know, the, the pilot episode usually and I lose interest because many of them are derivative. You know, they're doing something I'd seen before, but, you know, and, and, uh, they're expounding upon it, you know, yeah, but I mean, it's, uh, you know, like, I mean, they try, they try to get me to watch Lovecraft Country, and I just tried to watch it. I, it you know, Westworld, I've tried to watch that. It's it's okay. It's all very predictable, though. I've tried to watch, uh, you know, sometimes they have three seasons of a series, and one of the seasons will be good. The other two will be kind of, eh. So it's it's been, I guess, just dumbing down and watered down uh, aspect of uh, cinema, too bad. You don't even call it cinema anymore. It's just, you know, you know, not even movies, just video. Just call it video. Video content, that'd be a good name for it. Just call it video content. And it won't challenge you in any way, shape, or form. It'll just be there. You know, the guys I like, you know, Lynch, you know, Kubrick, those kind of guys, they, uh, you know, Every time they came out with a film, it got panned. It got like one to two stars out of five. You know what I mean? Everyone got panned. Then, in time, The Shining became such a classic for uh, Kubrick that they actually came up with Doctor Sleep because of the demand, the, the last ability, the, 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 the long-lasting nature of the film. And now you see it, if you want to get a like a re-release DVD on it, You'll see it's four and a half stars, five stars, you know, wherever you go. 
And it didn't start that way. It's, it was one start. It was like, this is rubbish. Same thing. I mean, it, it, you know, anything good usually gets panned. That's why I would look for like anything below two stars, I would definitely watch. And I'd say half the time I was wrong, but another half the time I was delighted. But you wonder whatever happens to those films. Nothing. Those films get quashed. The reason they get reviewed like that is because they're trying to stop them from advancing without the permission of the studio. Kubrick lived way over there in England, and he was doing his own thing, and they hate that. So they are also the media, and they're going to put it down, whatever it is, in the hopes to, what did they do to Orson Welles? My God, they basically cut his balls off. I, I, I mean, that's an amazing thing right there. Just watch anything on Orson. It's just tragic, 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 unfair, ridiculous. The guy was an original thinker. So therefore, he's punished for the rest of his life. And the most he could do at the end is Palmasan wine commercials and then have his table at Mommy's Own. And, and he just sits there as his fixture. So you come in, oh, look, there's Orson Welles, you know, the fixture. And they would pay him to be there. I hope these idiots in Beverly Hills understand that. Well, it's all gone now, but I mean, you know, they're gone too. So, but I'm just saying, you know, and, and I'd hear idiots say, "Well, let's go to Mommy's own for lunch." I, I, I Orson will be there. It's like, what? Oh, my God, this guy should be making a movie. He couldn't find two hundred fifty thousand dollars. You know, after doing, you know, one of the greatest movies of all time, Citizen Kane, they still are making movies about that. I got to see the one with Gary Oldman. What's that? Oh, no. A file I found yesterday of your grandfather's. Wow. Well... Oh, yeah, trying to get people interested in the war effort, yeah. Well, he was very proud of the war. He pushed the war. He pushed the war. He pushed his own son into the war. And guess what? He got killed at Guadalcanal. Because he told him, he said, look, he said, if you don't go into the military, if you don't go in, if you don't go fight for your country, you'll never live it down. So he was like a real hawk. And he was also the head speaker of L.A. He, he was the guy in Los Angeles that was head of the uh, civil defense. So he would give speeches about how we had to go to this war and win. Different generation, though, you know, different circumstances. You know, I'd rather have that generation now, as ignorant as they were, you know, rather than this one, this sort of woke, thing, whatever this is, not woke, but communist thing. Let's call it what it is. It's basically godless communism. Fine. Which means that when you say godless, that means you're a god. That means narcissism to me, right? It means you never sacrifice anything for the higher, for the higher, for the greater good. Oh no, I know it's a collectivism, yeah, and where it's also Lord of the Flies territory, where the kids, you know, basically run run the show and do all the violence. And, you know, get the adults in line, then steal everything from them, then exterminate them. Since they can't be retrained to think the way they want you to think, it's it's pure evil. These teachers, the Teachers Association, are pure fucking evil. 
what they're doing to kids, pure evil. And then always what goes along with that, always, is 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 basically pedophilia. It's, it's, it's like the number one thing. The teachers want to get their hands on the genitals of the kids. And that's basically, you know, always been a problem. But now it's under the cover of, of this woke thing. It's perfectly, you know, pretty much legal because it's all part of human rights. Because, uh, it, you know, they have studies that say it doesn't do any damage to kids to have your way with them. But then again, if you're an adult and they're a kid, they have no... And if they don't want to consent, they are not allowed to say no because it's an adult versus a child, so the child has to comply. It is the most uh, awful, evil, horrible thing. And then they, then they throw adults in jails and prisons with no due process, no habeas corpus, no date. It's Kafka-esque. You can never find out what you did wrong. You're just in prison forever. You don't know why. It is pure evil. The, the communist system is pure evil. The communist system in China is pure evil. The other thing that goes along with it is squalor. Wherever you have it, you have squalor follows. Poverty follows. Starvation follows. Party bosses and the cool people at the top of the heap of the pyramid live in luxury behind gates like Elysium. Uh, They'll also have life extension, just like Elysium. Elysium was very predictive. There's a great movie. Matt Damon was in it. Remember Matt Damon? And, and uh, yeah, I could definitely see that one again. That That's definitely, uh, you know, going to be something I'm going to be looking at. And, I, you know, I'm, from now on, I'm, I'm going to give movies, you know, a little bit of time before I move on. I, I, uh, I want to see. I'm not looking for something so polished either. I like raw. I like gritty. I like raw. I don't want it filmed with an iPhone, no, but I, I like, you know, real, real stuff. And, uh, but I'll know, you know, and I, I'm just trying not to waste so much time, you know, I'm trying to like get through it. In the past, it was easy. You didn't have that much to choose from. You didn't have that much to choose from. So you, you know, but fortunately, there were some really great artists, and, you know, but it was always. A long time. We were talking about David Fincher films yesterday about how great the game was. So I've seen that film at least five. You know, I've seen like Fight Club and the game about probably five, six, seven times each. The game, I, I watched till I got tired. I, I, once I see it too many times, I don't ever want to see it again. But the game was just so perfect. If you've had issues with stalking and stuff, uh, here's a, a movie that speculates where it's going. Here's a movie that acknowledges it exists and speculates uh, how how it should go or how it goes. And it's it's inaccurate in that way. It's speculative fiction. But at least it's an acknowledgement of how of the experience. And so I would recommend that movie very highly. Both were kind of subversive cinema. I don't, I, I don't know if, if you could get away with making those kind of movies today. I, I doubt the... Chicom minders would would allow you to uh, go into a studio, get that kind of money. I don't know what it cost thirty million dollars or something, and go make that movie. I doubt they'll let you do it <laughs> because it anything that challenges thinking or challenges uh, the brainwashing, anything that sticks out in some way is even being you know different, unless it goes through that process of approval. You know, if it's critical of America in some way, it's definitely going to get a pass. You know, if it's it's like 
calling for socialism is the is the most fair thing, and the system here is totally unfair. You're going to get green lighted. You're going to win an academy. Well, you're going to be like the artist du jour. Oh yeah, and if you're a director right now, if you're a white male right now, you better think about dressing up as a tranny, you know, in order to get your. I'm serious. I'm actually being serious. I mean, I know people say, no, I couldn't do that. And that's not me. But I'd say, well, it all depends. I mean, if, you, if it's just vaudeville, it's just a co- it's costume, who cares? You know? Because, I mean, when you fill, fill out a thing for Sundance Film Festival, they ask you these questions if you're a tranny or whatever, if you're a transgender, if you're a, you know, if you're, you know, anything alt. It's in the questionnaire. So I, I told Larry, I said, well, I wouldn't even bother, you know, submitting to that because then you're the last person they want there. But unless you want to dress up. But the problem with that is then they'll see that as disingenuine and then they'll call you a racist and then they'll kick you out forever. I mean, it, it's not going to work out. But if you're, uh, you know, I, 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 it's, it's um, and why do they want that? It's because they're, is it because of equity and equality? No. It's because their bosses are telling them to do that. Yes, Robert Redford has a boss. He's not the boss, obviously. Bob. He was a handsome dude, wasn't he? When he was young. Oh, man. Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid. Everybody wanted to be him. But ultimately, you know, the real story... Sam Elliott, he ended up with, uh, he was the one that ended up with Catherine Ross. And, uh, you know, and, uh, he had, Catherine Ross was this hot thing. And he seemed to have her as his girlfriend during the time. I guess it was uh, Paul Newman that was the, uh, uh, you, you know, was uh, was Paul Newman, Butch Cassidy. And then the Sundance Kid was Redford, right? Yeah. And then uh, I, I guess Sam Elliott was in it, but like I say, he went home with the uh, the prize, which was her. In fact, have we seen her around here? She doesn't live here, does she? No, not Catherine Ross, but uh, some actress of that era. Seen her at the vet. Maybe it was her. No, I've seen her at the vet. I, I'd have to think about that. Um. Anyway, yeah, uh, well, there were great movies in those days. What could I say? That was a time when, uh, you know, when, when you'd have a lot of people working on them and they'd have this red carpet thing at a theater in Beverly Hills and you could go get yourself a ticket like anybody else. They, they'd break the tickets up into sections of the theater. You sit down, you go to the Cinerama Dome, you could see uh, 2001 in Cinerama. You know, I mean, it was a it was a much more today. I don't know what it's become, really. It's uh, you know, I like the digital camera. I like the uh, you know the 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 fact that you know it, you now have eight K. We filmed Girl Next in eight K. We have a beautiful four K version, but you know they're not going to run it on. Uh, I thought the Amazon version looked fine. I watched that, and it just it was looked great. But uh, 4K is even better. Then we shot the Quantum Devil in 4K. Shot with an Aeroflex, you know, the old Airy camera, but without film. Well, I remember the days of 35 millimeter, and I used to love that, but that was a cumbersome. You know, you get through a reel, you have to line up another one, right? 
You got to make sure that no light hits it or you're going to screw up your negative. Then you got to go take the negative and get developed. Then they have to print the negative, right? They print that on 35 millimeters you know, film. And then you can watch it and project it. Now you shoot it and you can watch it as you're shooting it afterwards. That's a great advantage, you know? Yeah, that's a great advantage. That should open the door to lots more content. Well, there is lots more content. Then what's the problem? The problem is the minders, that we're not being encouraged to push the envelope. We're being encouraged to conform, to not do anything that ruffles any feathers. That's the problem. And the other thing is, you spend a lot of money to make these movies. You don't get it back. There's no way to get it back. So everyone is busy trying to be a goody two-shoes to, you know, to try to... Even in music, you know, when I see, like, the, the people performing, they're, they're, all, they're much better nowadays at performing their instruments, and they sound much less messy. You go listen to uh, Jimi Hendrix and Rainbow Bridge doing Voodoo Child up on the stage in Maui live, and how messy that is, and I just love that. See, I don't like it being so precise that it's like a machine... Anyway, so um, Quantum Devil, I've seen the, uh, you know, not the whole of first half, but the, yeah, it's, uh, you're going to, lo- all I can say is you're going to love it. You're going to be very surprised. It's very, very, you know, each one's very different. In fact, the voice will be different from the Quantum Devil, too. Uh, but with one thing in common, each story is is really talking about the quantum barrier in one way or another. It's kind of introduced in Girl Next where the guy's taking this, this quantumine, which is called, he calls Aquavalva, which is a, for a quantum breakthrough, to, to communicate to the other side, to break the barrier, to, to be able to, uh, you know, like what CERN is doing, that sort of thing, to bring and to commune with beings on the other side. There are beings over there. When you can break the quantum barrier... You could bring beings back from the dead into life. So it's kind of got that Frankenstein theme going, you know, in a way. And um, that's precisely what we're dealing with. That the quantum barrier is the barrier between the living and the dead, isn't it? So I find out more as we go. I mean, I don't know everything about it. I just keep finding out more stuff as we... As we, you know, brainstorm, as we talk about it, as we, as we learn more, that I learn more. And even though I, you say, well, you're the writer, you should know everything. Well, there were things in Girl Next I didn't know until after we shot. And I'm like, you know, I, and that's what then came, that's what, how the ending came about, where everyone loves that ending. But that's because we, we, we deviated from the screenplay. We had to. Because, you know, the movie couldn't just end with her, and I need bow of her, now she's survived this ordeal. She's now, you know, teaching women how to protect themselves kind of thing. That was never going to work. I know I'm just giving away a little spoiler, but it doesn't matter. It's really the journey, not the, you know, not the the thing. But I mean, the idea of her, you know, you know, being rehabilitated, there is no rehabilitation. This is a character that lied to us. She lied directly to the audience. Of course, that's delicious. We love narrators that lie, don't we? Haven't we always? 
Isn't there such a thing as a faulty narrator where maybe he just doesn't have all the facts straight and then later on he goes, well, I guess I didn't have my facts straight. And he corrects himself. I mean, don't we... Right? So, you know, so she lies and then that... But what does it mean? And so the ending answers that. But the ending is really just the... Uh, in a sense, a prelude to the to to the next thing, or or even a a, a uh, you know a denouement to something that's going on somewhere else in the world. In fact, time wise, when Quantum Devil is going on in Eastern Europe, of all places, uh, Girl Next is is still going on in the early stages. So while we have one thing going on, we have the other going on simultaneously. And yet one is a sequel to the other. There's another mystery in this quantum devil that comes up about what happened to a certain person, a certain doctor, who developed this technique of, of you know, breaking through to the quantum barrier. But then, of course, the goal is, once you're on that other side, it's not enough to just be, a, you know, a victim or there briefly and then back like what DMT does for you. You know, it's, it's not that. It's the idea of controlling it. Controlling the hierarchy of the quantum realm. And so that becomes uh, the subject, in a sense, of quantum devil, or quantum devils, actually. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they're, they're, they go to every length possible to, to be able to break that barrier, whether it be a super collider, whether it be this apparatus that's in this movie, which has got tuning forks, giant tuning forks, and, you know, the quantumine and, and this sort of elaborate process to get through, to break. The only danger is that you could lose your life here and be alive there and not even know that that's the realm of death and this is the realm of life. And not know what happened, you see. See, that's the, the, the thing you could break that barrier, wind up there, and it looks just like here. You know, but people are, things are different. And you go, well, has, did it work? Yes, it worked, and, and here you are. And, and, you know, it's not the same. Are you even alive anymore? It's a good question. If you are, can you get back to who you were? So these are things we're grappling with as we're, you know, getting the next thing ready to present to you, the the the, the lovely audience. And I thought, hope that uh, um, this one being an intentional crowd, this was uh, began with a, a screenplay that Mike had, producer Mike, that I that I he offered it to me to, to direct at one point a long time ago, and I uh, remembered it, and then we. Kept the, the the structure was the bones were great. You know, we kept developing it though into you know one of our stories, and so we started there, and it kind of evolved until it got to where it is now. And um, yeah, it's pretty exciting. I, I'm uh, you know, and and I I guess my excitement about it is that we're dealing with this subject at all in the first place. Number one, and people are really interested in that topic. You know, to where that ends up really going. Number two. And, uh, you know, I wanted to follow up with something that was obviously more, you know, more, uh, uh, that wouldn't be, a, you know, not a challenge to an audience, but would suck you in. So this sucks you in.
you know, and it absorbs you. But when you get done, you're going to get mad too because you're going to go, I just got to find out the next thing. I do too. I'm frustrated myself. I would like to have all four done right now so I can see where it's going to go. But I, you know, at the end of this, you're going to, it's, it's kind of like at the end of, if you really liked, you know, the Mission Impossible series or whatever, you know, at the end, you'd be like, oh shit, I want to see that next one. And that's what being a film fan was all about for me. In the old day, we just, you know, we were just fans, you know. We just, uh, you know, couldn't get enough. And if there's a chance that I can get this company I'm thinking of to, uh, they're not not American, don't worry. I, I wouldn't want to burden anyone here with anything too strenuous. But no, it's another company somewhere else. And um, I'd like them to have all four because I know the way they package stuff. I know the way they, they, they do things. And uh, I'd like to have all four in like one packet, you know, that so in each, you know, package of each thing, whether it be, you know, Girl Next, Quantum Devil, The Voice, and Dragon Island, each one would have a DVD, a Blu-ray DVD, one that's in 4K and, you know, had had uh, you know the good sound and, you know, HDR definitely, right? Take advantage of the HDR. So, and the DVD could have those advantages too, but it would be a DVD. So each one would have two discs. And um, there might be even more in Dragon Island because that may be a, a, that may have to be a two-parter actually. But they all, like I say, they all tie in and they all lead us down that road of thinking about these quantum barrier, the quantum world, the, the world that's out there. What kind of world are we in? You know, how, how can we get unstuck? You know, where, you know, where is this all going? You know, and it, and it grapples with that. So I'm, you know, very excited about it. For, for my own personal viewing, really, my own personal involvement in this subject, it's something that if somebody else had a movie really about this, well, they have it on, you know, they have series on that I see every once in a while on Netflix and stuff. But every one of them kind of, it's a let, at some point along the way, something kind of doesn't quite, you know, meaning I just kind of don't care that much anymore. You know, and I'm, you know, I don't want that to happen here. So I gotta talk. I gotta get my link squared away. And yeah, well, you guys have been, you know, great being there today. And thank you for going on this journey of. Well, I think we have it kind of figured out. I mean, are we going to just slouch into uh, complacency here, or gonna fight to be a real human being? Listen, the way of the dull is not the way we want to go. I'm telling you, that's it's just those people. They don't seem miserable, but I mean, it's like somebody under sedation. Do they even know they're there? You know, I'm not sure we want to be sedate in that manner. You know, a lot of us have dreams and hopes and are vibrating. Things make you mad, and things make you happy, and things make you you cry, and things make you laugh. You know, and the, to to the extent those things are you know, intense, the, the laughter and the crying and the passion and the sorrow and the elation. When those things are strong in each direction, you know, it, it, it may be, you know, you're really living life, right? You're really living life when um, you can be that, that vibrant, that sensitive. 
and still maintain some kind of sanity. But you're really being you, you you're being you've got a vibrant thing going on there. And um, when you're dull, it's kind of like like lithium. It's you. You're not really up high. You're not really low. You're sort of. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, not too happy. Oh, I'm happier now. You know, it's it's you know the, you, your affect has has been you know cut. Your intensity cut, and um, you know a big part of this. It's got to be mind control, folks. It's got to be some kind of you know. Uh, all those plans of MK Ultra, and they went national. They went international. They know how to socially engineer, use behavior modification. I mean, come on. Nothing is more behavior modification than giving you, like, French fries if you get the jab. I mean, there it is. That right out of, that's just like, I mean, right? They give you some French fries if you ruin your life. I, you know, I, um, and people take that deal. Because they're programmed, pre-programmed to take it. Because everyone they see encourages them to do the right thing and to be patriotic. It is not patriotic to take the jab. It is anti-American. It is anti-freedom. It is anti, uh, it is hate for your, you take the jab, you hate your fellow man. Because you're not going to be able to relate to him anymore. Because the other thing is you're putting him in danger now. Now he's got to go get it. And then, of course, now you're both dead. And ultimately, it's just folly. You have immunity if you've been around from this COVID thing. And you know you need to do your zinc and your vitamin C, your D3, your multiple vitamins. You know, you need to keep that immunity strong. You know that's what you've got to do. Um, and you know you might suffer a flu or a cold at some point. Um, but you also know you don't need a gene therapy, an experimental, uh, you, you know, something that is uh, an emergency use experimental gene therapy drug that has little or nothing to do with COVID-19 at all and does not, and there is no guarantee that it protects you at all. And because people are not getting sick right now as they never were really, um, you know, we're finding that the, the most people that have COVID now have had the jab. And, you know, and I, I, my response is like, well, yes, it creates an immune response that, that actually compromises your immune system. And the immune response is not targeting COVID, it's targeting you. Brain, guts, organs, you. So try to get the word out. I, I don't know if, if it seems like kind of a done deal now. But anyway, just trying to bring in the best. I got to get Frankie in here and I got to get uh, that. Yeah, I got to get that um, those links figured out because on the link where Zephyrport should take you, it is to um, speaker.com forward slash show forward slash uh, Zeph Daniel. Now you can put that link in yourself, okay? Forward slash show forward slash Zeph Daniel after speaker.com. 
You can put that link in yourself manually for now. I'm going to have it so that it just automatically goes there. Um, and uh, Frankie produces every weekend. How about another one of these Kofifis uh, here? Every weekend, Frankie. Now the dog got me up at 3 a.m. because the coyotes are going nuts. And have you seen Mr. Eli? You dirty dog. You were playing tricks on me. Mr. Eli. He was acting like he wasn't there this morning. And I couldn't find him. Good boy, Eli. No, he's, he's being bad. He pretends, you know what I mean? He hides from you. Anyway, uh, maybe you don't understand. But, uh, so... Frankie produces um, the WWCR program of the Zeph Report, and he curates it every week. And you can also listen to it. If you don't need a shortwave, you can listen to it on a stream. So I need to get the right link uh, to the right thing so it goes to that stream automatically so that you guys will be able to, to get to that because that could be a hoot because it's his editing. Maybe Frankie can chime in on some of these, you know. But... Uh, Anyway, that's that's there, and if anyone you know has a shortwave, I'm not sure the call numbers right now, um, but uh, we can get that for you, and you could uh, actually listen. Here, I can't get shortwave. Oh, it's the summer, isn't it? I just, gosh, it's gone so fast because of this, the movie schedule thing we're trying to, you know, it takes a lot of work to get these things out, a lot of, a lot of people, a lot of work. And, um, no, it's not like an iPhone movie. <laughs> I wish it was. But, yeah, I've noticed that a lot of time goes by, just like zip, 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 and I want to slow it down. I, I, I don't want to be that so busy that I don't even know it's summer and next thing you know it's fall. I, I don't want to be like that, you know. I, I want to have it be a little bit nicer. Okay, well, look, here's another song I did that's really, really far ahead of its time. Oh, the other thing, the other thing, ah, before I forget. You know, some of the story about how the screenplay for Society came about. I'm, I've got my eye on an author here that might be the key. Maybe it should be written up. Um, we'll see. Uh, it, it's a, you know, it's a strange, strange tale of how that even came to be. And um, it's kind of in your face, too. You know what I mean? Of stuff they don't want to hear. <laughs> yeah, the idea of surviving that is, it's uh, amazing to me. It just proves that God exists times a million. Anyway, we'll see you next time. God bless you, each and every one.
Stop!